Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. What are you looking at this weekend, Rob? You want to start in college or NFL? I want to start with NFL. Cool. Let me talk a little bit about, do you know the name Terrence Steele? Yeah. What? do you associate with Terrence Steele? Because I have a very strong object in mind when I think of his name. I have no idea why. It's called a turnstile. Okay. It's like when people come in and it's like you don't even have someone checking your ticket. You just go right through over and over and over again. That was Terrence Steele. Him at right tackle. Truthfully, Ryan, I thought he was on another team. Terrence Steele? Terrence Steele should not be a cowboy. He was so awful last year. It He's was still so, young, though. He's only, what, like 23, 24 years old? He's so bad. I'm telling, age. I'm telling you, this is this is atrocious. Jerry had to talk about it. He was on the fan today. Was and he? they were like, hey, how come Terrence Steele's playing? Because there's another guy in, a Thai, I forget, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Neshi, in reserve just for an emergency. Because Lyle Collins is fighting a suspension for, I think, just turning down a drug test. Well, they have already announced he started right tackle against the Chargers, though, right, this week? Lyle Terrence Collins is, yes. Okay. So they announced that it was not uh, this this other guy in reserve, and it's Terrence Steele. And yeah. he was not supposed to be here. Right. Like, I didn't even know he was on the squad. Apparently, he's worked all all offseason with this offensive line guru, Duke Manyweather, yeah. who says he's inc- improved his core strength. Do not believe it. Do not believe the, the hype. I am so off on the fact, as a Cowboy fan, this is, like, very alarming. This is very alarming. A gigantic hole in the right side of the offensive line. Joey Bosa just drooling at the chance to plant Dak upside down. I am so scared. Derwin James on the safety blitz. I'm getting cold sweats. All of that to say take the over. All of that to say this defensive line for the Cowboys is sus. We already know how the secondary is. We saw what the secondary is going to do. Right. All of that to say... That's just one side of the ball, right? Uh, Justin Herbert is going to just light us all the way up. I kind of like Dallas in this game. No, no, no. You've got a Chargers team, one of the best offensive lines in the league. Lowest I have to pressure. Root for them to lose, though. I got them under nine and a half wins. This well, season. you can't. We can't. We have to separate these things, right? You can't like take that one bet and change your entire life based around that one bet. Uh, they have. One of the lowest pressure rates, I think the lowest pressure rate in the NFL, 12% against one of the best pass rushers in the NFL in the Washington football team. Imagine what they're going to do against a team like the Cowboys. Anthony Brown, can we talk about him? Targeted 10 times, Mm -hmm. gave up nine completions and a touchdown. He is a sieve. Then you have Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Jared Cook. You saw how the Cowboys looked against Gronk. Two TDs. They cannot stop tight ends. That's true. I think Jared Cook is going to have a – I mean, this is multiple units on the Jared Cook prop. You're going with Jared Cook in Jared this one? Jared Cook lock prop of the game. Like, if you can get multiple touchdowns Damn, for Jared Cook, like, that is – sheesh. Somehow, I want to believe in my team. I really do. I really want to say, okay, Dak Prescott, he went toe-to-toe with the GOAT. What's he going to do with the youngster and in, in the Oregon Duck? You know, you got my quarterback versus my quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a phenomenal game. But it just makes me feel like the play is the over and nothing else. Because who knows? Maybe you'll get one of these like little fluke turnovers like the Dallas Cowboys had twice against the Buccaneers, which right. was like totally fluky. I think over 51 is the play. 
this big thing. I think this might be like a 35-38 game or a 43-40 game. Do you think they're going to run the ball more than 13 times in this game? No, I think it's going to be throw, 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 throw. I was actually kind of surprised to hear that from Kellen Moore, though, like with a Mike McCarthy team that Dak was the one checking out of those run plays. And like rightfully well, because so. Because Zach Vita Martin Vea, wasn't there. Right. And then Vita Vea is coming through. I mean, he's a monster. You had Lyle Collins struggling with stingers. Now he's out completely. This feels exactly like last year. I could literally go home tonight and just sit in front of my television and watch highlights of Vita Vea and Chandler Jones literally the entire night. I remember when they drafted Vita Vea, and I was like, man, they're going to be so good. He is a monster. He is an absolute monster. I think I, I kind of lean Dallas in this game. I know that you were right you the last tried time. To, yeah, you guys tried know, to talk me but, out of everything. But Terrence Steele is the reason I'm scared. It really. it's Listen, we all thought it's going to be bad. I just am scared. I'm scared. I'm what really about scared. um? Okay, so okay, I don't, I don't, I, I kind of like that play. I do, I do. I think it's going to be a shootout, so I don't hate it. And Austin Eckler is a lot more healthy than I thought. Like Austin Eckler looked pretty good. We didn't even think he was going to be available for the Chargers. Uh, what are you, what are you doing in college? For college, we got to talk about Tulane plus fourteen. I got Tulane plus fourteen and a half actually against okay. Ole Miss. The over under seventy six. So I, high. I tell you what, sexy matchup. Sexy. I know you might not think it's sexy, but this is like one of the oldest rivalries in football. At one point, Tulane was in the SEC. These two teams, bad blood. Tulane averaging nearly 500 yards of offense this year. I mean, I know Lane Kiffin and Katy Perry are a match made in Twitter heaven. I don't know if you saw that Wait, Lane Kiffin was like, yo, Katy Perry, I know that you're an Ole Miss fan. Like, are you going to come through to this game or what? And she was like, yes. Also... Good, because she's not in college, and Lane has a problem where he, d- he does like the college. <laughs> he does like the youngsters, doesn't he? <laughs> he likes the co-eds. They just beat Morgan State by a million, covering their largest spread in, in program history, Tulane. I love their quarterback, Michael Pratt. Yeah. Dude, Michael Pratt is the real deal. I'm telling you. I could see Michael Pratt. I don't know. Is this a hot take? I could see Michael Pratt be- being a pretty solid NFL quarterback. I really can. I really can. So what are you doing with this? So I like, I like Tulane. Plus 14 and a half. Okay. I think oh, this is a classic Ole Miss looks past Tulane kind of a game. I know Lane Kiffin's like, oh, yeah, they're a real SEC team, blah, blah, blah. We're not looking past them. They've got real guys, but I think that they are. Wait, is Lane Kiffin even going to be available to coach this game? I mean, he's talking about the game. Okay. He says he's past COVID. This is, I think, one this like Lane Kiffin hates Alabama. That's all he can think about. Like, that's all that's on his mind is how they left him in the middle of the night. Like, didn't they leave him at the bus stop? Lane Kiffin? Yeah, yeah he they was. Just, they he literally was. just bounced on him. He's That's, had an interesting career, man. He has. I love that guy. He's one of the best play callers, like, in my opinion, in college football history. He's had some crazy stints. I mean, when he was in Oakland, he was, like, the youngest NFL head coach, obviously. And I'll never forget when he had Sebastian Janikowski rush, run out on the field before the end of the first half and kick, like, a 70-yard field that was goal. Insane. That he missed. And, uh, I mean, granted, Sebastian Janikowski is a nut and did have the leg for it. That didn't go very well. I loved him at Alabama with Saban. Saban would just chew him out, but he was so good. Anybody that takes over that job, though, is offensive coordinator at Alabama. Usually, they're coming off something where they were a mess. Um, Sark. Sark um, is O'Brien. the perfect example. <laughs> Bill O'Brien, I still can't believe, has that position now. But they always do good because you got all five stars. And uh, that offense really doesn't change. No matter who becomes offensive coordinator, the offense really never changes at Alabama. Hasn't since Saban's taken over. 
I kind of want to play the over in this game as high as that total is just because death taxes Ole Miss overs with Lane Kiffin. Yeah, I love that. I think it's going to be a very high-scoring affair. I mean, you're talking about both teams average a million yards of offense per game. Like, I think I think Ole Miss is averaging like 600 yards. Tulane's averaging nearly 500 yards. Like, they're going to throw the football a lot. And I got, I got it at 14 and a half, so I got the hook. But I don't hate it at 14 either. 